Welcome, everyone, to the Doom and Gloom Podcast. <laughs> As I have a nice serene background. <laughs> yes. Welcome. Uh, we're going to have a good time today. It's not going to be a doom and gloom <laughs> podcast, people. Uh, you know, there might be some a little bit of negativity here and there about the gaming industry as a whole because there's there's a lot of issues going on right now. Even aside from Xbox's woes, people, we've got a lot to talk about. But I've got my good friend here, Hargeet Chani. Thank you for uh, deciding to uh, grace us with your presence today on GTL. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a bit of, a bit of time, right? It was about a, yeah, a, year, a few maybe, months, so. a few months. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. We got the RDX been... shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're both out representing RDX. I, I, Shout I, out to I, you. Th this was just like a coincidence. It was funny. He showed yeah. up. He goes, "Yeah, I got my RDX shirt." I'm like, "Yeah, me too." It's like, okay, um, yeah. yeah, gotta represent RDX. Love my crew over yeah. there at RDX dealers. Uh, one of the best. One of my best friends <laughs> out there. Great guy. Um, but Hargeet. How have you been lately, man? What you been up to? What you been playing, and all that stuff? Yeah, I've been um, I've been pretty busy with work. Uh, you know, the fiscal year changes for us in the uh, beginning of April, and so like all the new stuff just started, and like here you go, pile it on, right? So mm -hmm. lots of stuff to do there, and then uh, you know, keeping up with all the podcasts that uh, I'm in a couple of them now, and uh, watching the ones that I like to watch. It's been kind of fun there, and. Um, I've been playing a few games here and there, so I, I finished a few, uh, you know, uh, single player ties like Lost in Random, and finished Gotham Knights. Finally, started Wolong. Uh, I think I want to say I finished something else. Oh yeah, Shadow Warrior Three. I, I finished that one. Yeah, I finished uh, that one this so, year too. I finally got around yeah. to playing that because it was in Game Pass. Everybody yep, knows that I love Game Pass, so <laughs> Shadow Warrior so, Three was sitting yeah. there, and I was like, you know what? I heard good things about this, and it was a fun little romp. I mean, it was like a yeah. kind of. Uh, I guess double A ish, but you know, yeah, it was a great yeah, game. I would call it that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really fun. Um, and then Wolong, you had finished that. Wolong uh, is a amazing. While ago, right? Yeah, I yeah. love Wolong. And so we started that co op. Uh, you know, I'd gotten past the first boss, and I kind of just waited. And yeah, so Jedi and a friend of mine and me, we started it up uh, last nice. night. So nice yeah we're probably like a third of the way through <laughs> it's, it's yeah. quite it's a, it's a long game it's, it's got a lot yeah i, I <clears> wish <throat> it would have gotten more engagement on game pass yeah. i heard it got close to like four million players on game yeah, pass and sold which a million is decent. copies which yeah i decent, don't know what the average but... is for them but like team ninja i, I think that's well like koi tecmo a couple of million something like that yeah well koi tecmo the publishers there uh, of Wolong, yeah. liked what they saw in the engagement yeah. there with game pass and the and the sales yeah, yeah. so Apparently for them, it was good. I wish it was more because personally, I want to see more. And and we will get more from them. They've already stated they yeah, want yeah. to put more into the services. I mean, a 4 million so. engagement is really good. And I don't know what the structure is. I'm sure there's like a you know number, like you hit half a million, you get this much more, half a million more, you get that much more, whatever the structure is, right? I'm sure they get something uh, for the number of engagements. And uh, that's pretty good for them. That doubles kind of what their norm is. It's about 5 million mm -hmm. versus I think it's two and a half or something like that for their usual, which is good. That's great. That's that's double what they should have expected. And this wasn't um, exclusive, right? It was across the board. So they and got I think a lot of people kind of dropped it because it, it's a little difficult, especially that first boss. It you is, come across it. it, it it's pretty, like, yeah. whoa, it's, it's the yeah. hardest first boss I've ever played. In yeah. Any game, yeah. I, so. I took three or four tries of uninstalling and reinstalling. Yeah, yeah. And I would keep hearing from like folks like you, right? Oh, you have to do this, you have to do this. And like, once you figure out the little patterns, right? You're yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, I get it now. And then it actually wasn't that difficult at all. It's like, you need to know what to do. And once you know what to do, it's like, okay, fine, right, right. It's and I see you, Danny, in the chat. He says, you got to play uh, 
What did he say? I got to play Sekiro. Yeah, I, I did play Sekiro. I, I yeah, played through play half of Sekiro. I got to a boss where I couldn't beat, and I got so frustrated, I just I, I, I turned <laughs> I it off, and I didn't go back to it. However, yeah. I should go back to it now because I'm more – uh, I've been playing more though of those Souls-like games and, and getting used yeah. to you know these difficult games and, and, and having yeah. fun with them. I'm not great with them, but I'm having fun with them. And excuse my voice, people. Uh, I, I got COVID a couple of weeks ago. Many of you probably don't know. I caught COVID, and it just wreaked, wreaked havoc on, on, on me completely. Like It was just the nastiest sickness I had in such a long time. I was down for about 10 days. And wow. uh, my, my, my voice has not recovered completely. And uh, yeah, sinuses, I've got all kinds of issues going on still. Um, so still coming out of that. Um, thank you, Colt Eastwood. He said, you sound sassy. I appreciate you. Um, but no, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's something that I've been dealing with. And of course, again, um, my father as well. A lot of people know out there, I've, I've talked about this on RDX a little bit. My father is going through cancer treatments and stuff, and it's really affected like, like my entire life like what's going on right now around me um so um i'm dealing with a lot of personal stuff and i, I just want to be transparent with you guys because i hate not coming on every week doing this show doing rdx it, you know it, it sucks i'm getting to the age hargeet where you know, I'm getting older. Everybody else around me is getting older. And, of course, you know, our parents, they're not getting any younger. So yeah. it's its 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 a scary time. But um, it is. we'll get through it. Um, but let's let us talk about some games and stuff today. Uh, Hargeet, speaking of games, you know I like to do yep. something here on my show. Yeah. Every time, um, you know, I brought this back because I did put it on hiatus for a while. And I was like, you know what? Returning guests, they don't want to play this game again. And Colt Eastwood <laughs> and others talked me into it. They're like, no, we love five questions. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to play a little five questions. Oh, five <laughs> questions. <laughs> five questions, four trivia, one subjective but I still have the power to say whether you're wrong or right because I am the host <laughs> of this show, Hargi. But this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to start off. Let's, let's, of course, get rid of that music and play some of this music. Yeah, I appreciate you guys in the chat. A lot of people are like, hang in there. Best wishes to your papa and stuff. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. You guys have been awesome. Honestly, got a lot of great messages from you guys. Um, I appreciate you. We're going to play a little five questions here with Hargeet. He's on the hot seat right now. So <laughs> right now, people, pray for Hargeet. He's going to need it. Some of these questions are a little difficult, while others oh, I wow. think are pretty easy. All right, All right, Hargeet. Number one, in Jedi Fallen Order and in Jedi Survivor, Cal and the crew get around the galaxy on this ship. What is the name of the ship? <laughs> I've played neither. I hate Star Wars. Oh. So I've, I've totally lost it. So uh, I'm just going to take a random guess. Uh, the, the Trello. I have no idea. <laughs> that would be the Mantis. The, the Mantis. Mantis. Okay. Yes, the Mantis. Got it. All right. Here's an old, a an really old question. Like this, this goes back to the NES days. Oh, wow. What was the average Nintendo uh, Entertainment System video game cost in 1990? Now, this is multiple choice. Oh, is wow. it okay. 
$80? Is it B, $60? Or is it C, $50? The average uh, cost of I'm an Nintendo I'm trying to remember what I used to pay, and I, it used to be pretty high. It's either 50 or 60, I'm thinking. There were some that were like 80, but... But the average. Uh, I'm going to say the average is probably like 50, I guess. I don't know. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> 50. It yeah. is 50. A lot of people out there would say, no, they were like 80 bucks back then. There were some games that are around 80 <laughs> yeah, bucks, but most yeah. of them were around 50 bucks. So the average cost in 1990, 50 bucks. Here we go. Number three. In this indie game, you take on the role as a small crow who works as a reaper collecting souls for a reaping commission head headquarters. What game is this? Uh, Little indie game. Plays is this a crow. the one that came out a couple years ago? Death Store or something like that? Is that what it is? Correct. Yeah. Death Store. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite indie games that have has come out recently. Like a couple years yeah. ago, I, I played the heck out of that game, beat it, enjoyed it. It was really cool. I liked it. Number four. Developed and published by Capcom, this sixth installment of their upcoming fighting game will be releasing June 2nd. What is the name of this fighting game? Well, it's Street Fighter Six. I don't know if there's any like Capcom. That's board. easy. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's that was the give yeah. me the throwaway easy question. Yeah. <laughs> um, you you've done great. You you, <laughs> you only missed the first one. So, so here you go. Subjective yeah. question. Yeah. What is your favorite video game console of all time, and why? Um, I'd have to say it's 360, and it's to me it was like sort of the apex of when gaming could just churn out games that were awesome. And the 360 had like Halo 3, ODST, Reach, and 4 all in the same generation. And that's like impossible to do now, right? You had Gears 1, 2, 3, and Judgment, Mass Effect 1, 2, 3, right? You had all those, like you had Borderlands 1, 2, pre-sequel all that stuff came out same generation mm -hmm. you can look on the other side too yep. and you can see like uncharted one two three all in the same generation with last of us to, to end that generation right same studio just massive amounts of output and you just keep going like bioshock one two three and it just like it was so many awesome franchises and you had new ips coming out trilogy of new ips like it was just so good and the graphics were to a point where it was good but you know yeah. not like real and but you you felt like you were immersed enough and the storytelling started to pick up right mm -hmm. it wasn't just like simple stories you actually were getting like mass effect is an involved story uncharted so involved stories right you were starting to get into that like very involved gaming stories and it was it was really starting to get really good and then we sort of got into this high graphics requirement it takes four five six seven eight years to make a game just think about bethesda right they re released oblivion to start the the, the generation put out Fallout 3, and then end it with Skyrim. Man, like, just think of that. And since then, we've had one game from them, Fallout 4. Like, how ridiculous. Like, 360. If you're going to talk so about the the, so the amount of quality games yeah, that came was out, so good. that was, was so good. the best console of all GTA time, I would say. And RDR and GTA 5, same generation, yeah, right? Yeah, same studio. And lots of marketing deals, people. Lots yeah. and lots yeah. of marketing Call of Duty deals. took off. 
Call of Duty took off because of the 360 deal to bring it on that yes. console. Yes. And it was it was like a launch uh, title, Call of Duty 2 on 360. And man, it just like became annual after that. They had that marketing deal, all the online capabilities that yep. Xbox brought to the table, right? It was, it just, it created a whole new thing. Assassin's Creed, that whole franchise started then. They had all the way through four, it's I true. think, came on that, that, that generation. Uh, you know, it's, it's just crazy. That's, how that's why one had. could argue, because you brought it up with like uh, Obsidian, um, you know, you brought it up with Bethesda as well, all the um, the Bethesda RPGs and stuff that we got over yeah. the years with Microsoft. You One could argue that that's some organic growth right Oh, it there. is. 100% because is. Oblivion. If, uh, Mor Morrowind and Oblivion are on console because Microsoft worked with them to make exactly. that happen. Uh, exactly. It would not have happened otherwise. On the that. OG Xbox, I yeah. remember getting that day one on the OG uh, Xbox when that dropped. Morrowind was one of my favorite all-time RPGs. It's one of yep. the reasons why Bethesda means so much to me and why I'm always like, you know, just championing what Bethesda does with their single-player games, yep. mind you. Um, I, yeah, the, the Fallout 76, we're not even going to talk about that because <laughs> I didn't even want to play that game. Like, it, even yeah. when they showed it off, I was like, eh, it's co-op. I want I just want a single-player Bethesda game, you know? Yep. That's my job. I, so. I would say the same with AVK because Call of Duty's uh, prominence was because of the 360 and its online capabilities. It had it there just, you know, day one, and it became like the dude bro shooter box. It just yep. did. Yep. And that, that is what allowed that to take over. I'm not taking anything away from Infinity Ward who really made that franchise what it is but you know it did take the partnership to make that expansive thing happen right so yeah, i yeah. i was it as organic growth there too it may, may not seem i it, accept yeah. your answer <laughs> I, I i look you had a great reason why you chose the 360 yeah. you're not wrong everything you said was complete facts yeah. um and at the end of the day it did have probably uh, the biggest library of quality AAA titles yeah. ever out of all the consoles out there, really. Yeah. Um, you can look at uh, PlayStation consoles and say, well, they had a lot of the Japanese games and stuff that weren't over on the Xbox. But again, the most popular games here in America anyway were coming from the 360. That's yeah. the absolute truth. Absolute truth. My favorite is the Dreamcast. <laughs> a lot of people know that. <laughs> I just, I loved what that box did, what it brought to us. It was so ahead of its time yeah. and yet failed so miserably. Um, sad. It was a great box. Yeah. But um, thank you for uh, playing. I appreciate that. Let me get you back up on the screen. There we go. All right. Thank you for playing. I, I'm glad people in the chat still play along with uh, five questions. It's fun. <laughs> a lot of people in the, in the chat. Uh, shout out to Plume Network. I see him. Shout out to you. Good to have you in the house, as well as Colt Eastwood, Donald Duck, uh, Milo <laughs> Boy, uh, Xboxer Mike, Web Dave, uh, just a bunch of great guys here today. It's it's really good to have you guys. Hit the like button if you like the show, guys. Hit the like button if you like Hargeet's answers today. Four out of the five questions. He did amazing. I think you did better this time than last time. I think it was think the same. Did. did I miss one? Oh, I think what I missed was it? Raz. Was it? I think I missed Raz. Well, it's not a big deal. <laughs> It's not a big deal. You, you did great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Mav and the fun speculation crew. I see you. Awesome to be here. Anyways, let's talk our first topic here. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about $70 AAA game price. Uh, mm -hmm. is, oh, it, it, it's overall hurting sales, Hargeet. However, yep. however <laughs> it's still bringing in more profits. 
So this experiment yep. by Sony and everybody else that you know did this take two EA, everybody who's adopted this $70 sales price for the AAA games, it's benefited them. And now it seems like gamers are being more selective with their purchase. Yeah. But this price increase, of course, being over 14% of an increase is just helping overall. I mean, you're getting a $10 increase in, in the price. So I know it's kind of a duh topic here. Like everybody's like, duh, of course they're going to make more money. But people are being more selective with their purchase. That's just the bottom yeah. line. Um, what, what do you think about this, Argy? Well, I kind of brought this up a little earlier when we heard the sales of God of War Ragnarok, and I'm like, something's fishy. I just don't get why things aren't selling. Like, I was expecting it to sell 10 million off the bat, and then they have all this bundle deal, and that's like three, four million or whatever they got there. So why isn't it like 15? Why, and why aren't they talking about Horizon numbers? Why aren't they talking about Gran Turismo numbers? And I'm like, something's off. I just, I, like, I had, I had a gut instinct, something's off. They're, they're, they usually tout those numbers all the time, right? Like we sold this many copies. And if you go back several yeah. quarters, literally every game, here's how it did this quarter. Here's how much it is cumulative. They have every game broken down. And I'm like, where are the numbers for these games? What do you, why is this not coming out? And like, I had a feeling this is what's happening. Something is happening where sales are down, whether it's industry, right? That the whole industry is kind of losing steam. That's a possibility. Or the pandemic ended and people were like, I don't want to buy games anymore. Okay. That's a potential too. Right. Or it's this like we did just have a gen change and suddenly people are like, I don't want to spend that much money on a game. I'll wait for a sale yep. or I just will skip it. And now the other thing you're finding is there's so many games, right? The number of games that come up because the number of entrants into the gaming industry has ballooned so much. Right. There's a game like there's like five games every like couple of days that just come out and you're like, OK, well, how do I even keep up? Right. So maybe I'll just play this one. And if that's 70 bucks and this is 40 bucks, I'll pick that one. Right. And yeah, that is going to yeah. happen. You're right? having to and, pick and choose nowadays, especially yeah. because the amount of games th that are dropping right now. Anyway, yep. um, I, I've seen a lot of that on Twitter, even people saying, I'm going to wait on this game, maybe pick it up during a sale. But I'm going to buy this one because, you know, yeah. 70 bucks is a lot to throw around for one game. Um, yep. I have only paid $70 for one game so far, and that's God of War Ragnarok. God of War. <laughs> uh, besides that, I have still not paid full price on these $70 games outside of that because I, I just don't feel they're worth it honestly like yeah. people you can say what you want about these games and I know they take a lot longer to make nowadays I know developers are using you know better tools and 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 they've got to you know learn how to use all this new stuff that's coming out the UE5s and 5.1s 5.2s whatever they're on right now but at the end of the day um do I see a $10 difference in quality of game no, I don't see it. I'd say it's gone down. I'd say we were getting more quality in 360 gen beginning on day of Xbox one. gen. On day yeah, one, for the sure. Game, the game would actually work. Right yeah. now, it's like Jedi Survivor is having performance issues across the board. PlayStation, Xbox, yep. and PC. It's just not performing where it should. It's not terrible in some cases, but it's pretty bad in some others. Uh, you're going to see that like, it just keeps happening game after game after game. Nowadays, it just comes out broken. It takes a quarter before it's actually, actually fixed to the point where you should be... A, able to actually play it and now you pay 70 bucks sometimes 100 bucks for you know special editions and you're getting a broken game uh and i think I, well i've certainly gotten used to not pre-ordering i used to pre-order because i'm like oh this game looks great i'm just going to pre-order it now i don't because yeah, I, I know that. it's going to be jank and it's like 
I'll just wait until I find out, A, is the game actually good? Because that isn't always the case anymore. And then B, is the game actually not like broken? <laughs> like, And I need to wait six months to a year before it's actually working. Cyberpunk is like the, the classic example of, of a studio that's well-respected, was going to make an awesome game that looked perfect, but ultimately just didn't deliver because the, the game was buggy as hell. And you know they're, they're starting to get to a point where now the game is pretty good, but it took like a year, year and a half before they got there. Right. And it was so bad that like PlayStation pulled it off the store. Right. I mean, we all know the story, but that is becoming normal. And so 70 bucks, really? Yep. So if you're going to give me a game at 70 bucks, I kind of expect it to be good. And, you know, as far as no bugs or at least very minimal. And that's just not the case anymore. I think a lot of people have gotten used to that now. It's like, I'll just wait because the game's going to yeah. be better and cheaper when it's actually going to be fixed. And, and so I think that's I kind of I, I think it's kind of unfortunate that a lot of people have just succumbed to this notion that every game that's coming out now is buggy and I just have to deal with it. And, and yeah, it sucks. I, I yeah. hate that with a passion. I hate yeah. the fact that people are just like, whatever, it happens. Bugs happen. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I care. You should care. I mean, like, I, I was surprised that Hi-Fi Rush came out, Shadow dropped and was actually pretty good. There weren't that many yeah. bugs. Well, here's, the, here, here's like, what wow. I'm noticing. Here's what I'm noticing. Double A games, indie games, mm. they, they do a good job dropping finished. Yeah. These triple A games, though, especially these $70 yeah. ones, not so much. Yeah. Not so much. They aren't, yeah. Yeah, let me get to a couple of these super chats. I've got Danny pa uh, Passion. Danny Passion celebrates three months here uh, of membership here on my channel. I thank you so much for that, Danny. You're, you're a good guy, man. Good person. Um, he says, after I joined PC Gaming, maybe not anymore. Maybe he's not so good anymore. <laughs> PC Gaming. No, he, he joined PC Gaming this past December. I haven't paid $70 for a game, and I don't think I will pay $70 again, he says. Good to have you back, Fonz. Thank you. Good to be back, man. And, of course, uh, whoa, my good friend uh, Colt Eastwood with the 50. Colt, I, I hope that was not an accident i hope you didn't add a zero there buddy but i appreciate you so much um he says love you fonz hey xbox make what's it? qaqc quality assurance quality control oh <laughs> there you go quality assurance quality control and extra mile and priority yes mm -hmm. we talk about this all the time especially here on the channel quality control that's a big thing for me and and yeah. and it seems like I, I hate to say it, and I know I have a lot of Xbox fans out there, okay, that, that listen to the show. I'm a fan of both PlayStation and Xbox, but I will say when it comes to, like, quality control, it seems like PlayStation has a bit more quality control. Uh, their games don't tend to be as buggy or, or messy or, you know, not complete, I would say. Uh, but you brought up an interesting thing earlier when you mentioned Horizon Forbidden West and its sales and the fact yeah. that we haven't heard anything there. And that's kind of weird because usually they're all about bragging about stuff like that. Exactly. And, and I've talked about that like a year ago. I was like, where's the sales numbers? Where, where, where is this for this game? But anyways, there's reasons for that. I think I, 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 I honestly feel like they're pushing hard with the horizon franchise because they really want that to succeed so much. And I'm not saying it's not succeeding. I think that it's selling well enough for them to continue on with this franchise. Yeah. 
But I don't think it's selling nowhere near as good as, say, God of War or even, you know, Spider-Man especially. That yeah. just sells like gangbusters, but that's Spider-Man. What are you going to do? Everybody loves Spider-Man. Um, but I just don't think it's 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 really um, doing all that great, that, that particular game. But Burning Crusade, or not burn, Burning Crusade, what am I talking about? Burning Shores, Burning Shores the yeah. DLC. Apparently that's doing okay i don't know no sales figures of course but people yeah. are really pushing that it looks amazing it's quality but it's still aloy and company i don't care for playing those games anymore like i'm i'm, I'm just done with that franchise i just don't care for it i, I think she's a very boring protagonist i i, I <laughs> can't do it can't do it and yeah, a lot of I people mean, agree with me PC, out there but I, I, yeah, I've heard a lot of that. Like it's, uh, there's too much dialogue. I think in the yeah. first one you had the dialogue too. I just skipped it. Like, cause they gave you like the mission marker afterwards. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, yeah. just tell me what you want me to get and I'll go get it. I don't need to. Was that on the first one? First game? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I only yeah. played the first one. I haven't, and I liked it a lot. Uh, okay. but I only did like the main story as far as listening I, to things. And I'm, watching I'm, I'm not going to continue to harp on <laughs> horizon forbidden West. However, the dialogue that you got in there in, in, in the first yeah. one, um, the <laughs> forbidden west you have a dialogue wheel and you have all these choices and then when you pick one it goes into other choices with a dialogue wheel oh boy. and then you pick something and it goes into another wheel and you're just sitting there playing wheel of fortune all day oh uh, with, with dialogue and, you're, and, you're, and, and you sit there talking for 10 15 well, minutes you're like, you can i it. get back to the game can yeah. i get back to action that's terrible you know, that's <laughs> You know, and, and, and a lot of people are out there like, I love the fact that all the NPCs have the dialogue and, and they're really cool. And look at the animations on their faces when they're talking. And I'm like, but it's still just talking, people. Yeah. Action. You know, yeah. and I know there's a lot of action in that game, but there's also a lot of heavy dialogue. Um, <laughs> and I didn't care for it. I don't care for the yeah. story either, but it is what it is. Um, but let's talk about a $70 game right now. Because since we're on the topic of $70 games that are not selling as many copies out there anymore, apparently, but they're still making the money, more money, more revenue for these companies because they're selling them at a 14% or over 14% price increase. Yep. Let's talk about one, though, that just dropped. One that I'm playing right now, and that's Jedi Survivor. So. Yep. I'm playing this game right now, and I, I've got some footage here that I was playing around with um, this the start of the game. I'm not very good at the game yet. I'm, I'm trying to get my bearings in the game, so excuse me if I suck in, in the, this video, but it is what it is. I'm old. Um, now, Jedi Survivor, have, you haven't played it yet. You've, you've, you've stated I'm it. I'm not going to be playing it yet. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, it's dropped, and, I've heard, and, yep. and I bet you've heard that it's pretty, it's pretty messy. It's got problems, yeah. It's got issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. So far, it seems like the PC is in the worst shape. Like, the yeah. consoles are running better than the PC version. So, yeah. apparently, even if you have a 4090, it struggles to keep up at 60 frames 60, at times yeah. because it's really pushing your CPU at times. And, like, it's just, it's, it's a mess. So, um, apparently, according to D Digital Foundry and others that have been doing technical analysis and stuff, it seems like it goes PlayStation seems to be performing the best, then the Series X, then the Series S at 30 frames, and then the PC. Yeah. 
And it, it seems like that's been kind of a pecking order that, that we've seen all these AAA games come out in. And it, it, it's it's just strange to me. I, I, I keep looking at it like I've got the Series X, the wor world's most powerful console. Yep. I want them to take advantage of all those tools and stuff that we've talked to death about in the past on RDX and everywhere else, you know, that they talk Xbox and gaming. But it just seems like they're really not taking much advantage of the hardware at all. Anybody's hardware, really. But, yeah, I, but I assume yeah. that PlayStation 5 might be performing best right now only because lead platform, Hargeet. Probably. More right? time spent. That's that's what I think it comes down to. Yep. Um, I'm actually playing it on the PlayStation 5. This is PlayStation 5 performance footage. Um, I, I will not play the 30 frames. Even though Digital Foundry says on every platform, play at 30 frames. It's the best experience right now. Yeah. Because you will go down to sometimes even 35 frames from 60, you know. And that is kind of jarring. And I, I do see the frame drops. I do see the stutters. I do see the screen tearing. And it's happening, you know, on all the consoles. Um, people out there that are stating they're not getting any of that, don't believe them. I, yeah. Either they don't see it, they honestly don't see it, or they're just giving you a bunch of fluff. They're just lying yeah, yeah, for their yeah. console because there is problems. There, yeah. there are issues. Um, I didn't pay full price for this game. And like I said earlier, I, I just, I won't. Um, yep. I got a $10 coupon with this game. So I feel like I got over. So 10 bucks off, 60 bucks for this game. I'm good. I'm good. Yep. However, the reason why I bought this game, I didn't pre-order anything like that. And I knew of the issues. But the reason why I wanted to play this game, I wanted to play this game so bad. I've got FOMO and I want to play this game. I want to play through the story. I've heard it's really good and it is really good. I'm I'm still probably, I'm, I'm still near the start of the game. Uh, about two and a half, three hours in. Um, yep. Loving it, absolutely loving it. Uh, the story I think is pretty cool so far. I love the locations I've been to so far and the combat, having fun with the combat. Um, cool, I just cool. wish the frame rates were really um, Solid. <laughs> and apparently I saw a video today where this game is getting sub 720p native resolutions yeah. that are being FSR'd or upscaled up with FSR yeah. to 1440p in the performance mode. And yeah. I see, I see that resolution hit at times and it's ugly at times. I'm like, yeah. wow, this is blurry. You know, you got a big, nice, fancy 4k OLED TV big 65 plus inch and, and and you're watching something in sub 720p it you can see it people like even yep. with the upscaling you see shimmering you see all kinds of stuff just not looking quite right um it's not good and yeah, i no. wish ea and i blame ea 100 percent blame ea 100 percent on this for pushing this game out in this state because yeah. everything i've heard is this game could have been a masterpiece incredible if it was you know complete performing correctly yeah 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 it's disappointing right but um and respawn generally is their best right they do really good work and uh you know this was also like what three three and a half years after the last one right so that's a pretty fast clip for nowadays right yeah. generally it's five years maybe six um, so they rushed this out and it, it obviously shows, 
um you know 720 i mean come on right you have even for ps5s you know that that should that's just not the way it should be right um so something's up like you know obviously it should be working better on the series x and ps5 uh but pc just really takes the cake if you have a 4090 which is what like <laughs> yeah. what seven times more powerful than a, a series x and you're telling me that can't handle 60 fps come on exactly it, it is way off there's something just wrong right? why do you so, think and, it is hargeet that we're continuing uh continuing to get triple a games releasing in such bad shape yeah like, bad shape what, right what, what, what do you think this is like what does this do to ultimately i i think it's it's there isn't enough time to actually optimize and that's usually it and uh you know i don't know if it's a change in the way things are working if it's work from home if it's something along those lines i don't know but it feels like that's what it is since we had covid it has been horrendous right we've had game after game come out unoptimized uh and it's across the board and then it takes like six months or so and it starts to get stable and like you'll, you'll finally get to the performance level you're expecting. So people are trying to just get these things out the door. There's been a lot of delays. They have to spend money to to you know, upfront load up the cost and then get the you know money back when they actually start selling. Yeah. So the publishers and developers are like, just push it out. And okay, I get it, but uh, they have to then take time afterwards to actually finish it. And I, I think this is a detriment. It just isn't like that good. And you know, if, if you start seeing it everywhere. And it does seem like it is starting to become everywhere. Uh, you know, like even Naughty Dog put out uh, Last of Us and it could have used a few more months <laughs> in the oven before they put that out on PC. Who knew? Uh, I'm, like, I'm just going to say something right I'm now. Like, but but, but wow. who knew that, uh, you know, as far as AAA games go, that Dead Island 2, a game that has been in development it hell for so many years, going through several developers, <laughs> has come out and been the most polished AAA game. Right? You wouldn't have expected it. But yeah, oddly enough, it has Why? been pretty good, right? And as you said, some of the indie developers, because Why? I guess they're not pushing things, they just expect out of the, you know, out of the out of box engine works just the way it should. It seems to work. They tend to have games that perform yep. okay. Um, you know, some, some odd ones here and there that don't, but... Yeah, the AAA ones though, they're all pushing the envelope and then you have to you have to tweak it. You have to keep working on the performance issues because usually what they're doing is they're, they're going to have to manage the memory, manage what's on the screen at the given moment so that it doesn't override the performance. And so that's stuff you just have to work through then, right? And that's what, it just takes time, right? You have to go yeah, through each scene yeah. and make sure that and it works. So speaking <laughs> of know. taking time, uh, Danny Passion Official, this, this is his... Uh, super chat here thank you very much danny he says jedi survival was developed in three years no policy really was it only three years development i time? think so i, I like when did wow. the last one yeah out? jedi 2019 2019 yeah. is when that yeah, dropped it was it was yeah it was like a wow. fall 2019 right something like that that's yeah, so. not good three years three three and a half years that's what they've taken and uh you know it usually games like this take like five years six years so um, you know, it's pretty good that they got it this far and it's, it's, uh, getting rave reviews as far as the actual game. Well, I, I think so. that part of it is a testament to respawn. Um, yeah. respawn, I think are the only ones that, that can do star Wars justice at this point. Um, I, I, I think that's why the, you know, the IGNs, all the big, you know, media outlets out there have given this game such high praise and are giving it nines is because yeah. of the fact that it's a really good, solid game, a foundation anyway. Yeah. But it's just not polished. 
and yeah. and and it, it sucks. And I personally don't believe that it should get even a nine if it's not polished, you know, well. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. To me, that that should detract quite a bit from the game because it does detract from your gameplay experience overall. It, at yeah, least I mean, it has for me here and there. If if you're consistent about your rating process and it does include that, you should then, right? Because yeah. if it, it does make the experience lesser, right? That's kind of a problem. And in a game, it isn't about visuals alone. It's you know, it, it's the experience of playing it. That's the whole point, right? We're, we're interacting, and if that experience is suboptimal, it it does detract from the experience, and that's not good, right? So. Uh, you should rate it based on that. But if you never do that, right, then be consistent about it and just say, oh, well, I only rate it on <laughs> if everything was perfect, right? The game itself is what it is, right? And that's fair, fine. If that's what you do, that's what you do. But yeah, yeah it, it yeah. should at least be a footnote, like saying exactly. performance had problems, right? There were issues. Big asterisks. I played on this pla platform yeah, and it asterisks. was not up to par, right? Um, um, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, that's one thing I see is when I look at reviewers, honestly, a lot of them, I mean, a lot of them don't even finish the game sometimes. And yeah. they review the game and put a number on it. It's like, how can you do that? Like, you're not done. And they're like, well, I'm 70% the, you know, the way through. And uh, yeah. I feel like I know enough to give this a, a 10. And I'm like, uh, I mean, you never know because, like, the ending the could ending be could so suck. bad. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. You really do need to go. No, it depends on the game. Like, if it's Minecraft, obviously, you can't rate that based on finishing it because you can never finish it, right? Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, if it's a game that has a full ending, it's a full story. You probably should. But again, I get as long as you note it and say, I only played half of this game, this is my review of half of the game. Okay. I think some of them don't do that, right? They just say, this is my review of the game. Um, but yeah, I, it is kind of interesting if you don't actually get through the game. Also, one thing to, to note is like, let's say you're doing Redfall, for instance, right? That's coming up. It's a it's a single player plus it's a multiplayer. Yeah, you should rate both, right? Just so you understand the experience from both uh, both angles, right? So, uh, like, yeah, but, but again, I guess I can't tell everybody what to do, but it's just something I would well, want to see. One know? thing too um, that me and Colt talk about all the time, by the way, is ray tracing. And yeah. how it's such a resource hog and how, you know, when they push it, when they implement it into these console games, it, it, it affects them greatly. And yeah. here is a situation where ray tr tracing is forced in Survivor, even in performance mode. Wow. So there's global illumination, there's uh, reflections, uh, ray trace reflections. There's, you know, it's forced onto both modes. And wow, that is... Part, probably part of the problem. I mean, that, that I, I would assume that's why you're getting sub 720p resolutions at times because they're yeah, taking from something to else to try crap. to, you know, make up for the ray tracing because that's their vision, supposedly. And and it's like, that's great to have that artistic integrity and have a vision for a game. But if it's not running right or not looking right, omit the ray tracing. Like a lot yeah. of us don't care so much about ray tracing. I personally don't. I think we could have, have uh, screen space reflections look just as good at times yeah. or even cube maps. Uh, I, I, I just think the ray tracing is such a resource hog. In, in, but, and it's just but that's what it is, right? Is you have to do that extra work then, right? So if you say, look, I'm just going to like give you the textures and hey, ray tracing, go figure it out, right? Then I don't have to worry about actually doing all that work. And that might be how they actually got the game done within a shorter period of time, right? Um, yeah. because you have to make True. it all look right. True. So, Good um, point. 
so that could be it. And, you know, and they're like, well, we're just going to do that. And that's what, how we can put it out in three years. Uh, I don't know. And that's going <laughs> to be hard to Speculation fix. said ray tracing could eat his ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, fun speculation. Mav, yeah. come on. Um, but yeah, if that's a choice they made, they could potentially, but it would take a while, uh, put in the other mode without it, right? And uh, get the assets in there that are, are correctly uh, uh, lit up as they should be within a given scene. Um, yeah, and, and they could get the performance back. But that is an interesting point. Like, what if they keep doing this, right? To reduce yeah. the amount of time it takes, they just say, to hell with it, performance will take a hit, but we don't care. <laughs> right, resolution will take a hit, but we don't care. Uh, that's such a bad look think, in my opinion yeah yeah we'll see how that goes um I, I wonder how much performance the uh what was that game that we showed last week on rdx that looked like it was real life the police cam looking thing you know and you were a police cam uh, I, I wasn't uh, on rdx point. last week I, I oh you it. went there yeah. there's a, a, a demo of a game that uh that looks just like real life it doesn't it you can't tell like it, it really looks like a real video and it has like a police cam view really so you're actually bobbing around like a normal human being and there's no like ui or anything but they you know it looked like it was a video but but they're like no this is actually the game and they showed it they showed you this is the game actually running and i can just yeah i'm gonna walk through a thing that's like real life you know a real object and they just walk through a wall in a container right no this is the real game like uh, this is yeah. an actual game and it looked real but that was on pc hmm. and i'm like okay so is, like what kind of performance are you looking for to make that game happen uh and is that gonna you know push the envelope for, further with these kind of things uh and they say, you know hey this is the way we're gonna do this game but that means you can only play oh these you're cards. i'm, I'm stupid you're talking about unrecord yeah that's it okay that's it. okay the body cam thing okay now yes. now i get what you're so talking good about. looking right and i you're like, I, I, I call it the but I don't know what the specs in that are, and right, and if if they made that game based on the idea that it's going to be fully ray traced, it has to be right. That has to be ray traced or path traced, right? Because it looks so real. It looks uh, really good, but yeah, I don't see a game looking like that on the consoles we have now. I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, well, maybe you could at like ten frames per second. <laughs> at that point, forget about it. I'm, I'm not interested. I'm not so, interested. Brigadier's Blue, uh, my my good buddy. <laughs> Thank you for the yep. super chat. Every week, he's a little late this time, and he says so here. He says, I'm running late this weekend. Glad to have you back, Fonz. GTL is the best part of every Sunday. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. He said uh, he, he'll he catch the replay later. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for that. But, yeah, this is, as far as the, uh, like, this, uh, you know, games not taking, it, it, you know, going to the performance levels. Yeah. I don't know if they're ever going to take things to the full level they should. The RTX 3000s and the 4000s and the Series X and S um, have capabilities that the PS5 doesn't, so I don't know if the, those will ever get taken advantage of. But that would increase frame rates, give you the ability to have uh, potentially ray tracing at higher resolution yeah. and high frame rate. Um, and AMD is working on that. Uh, DLSS 3 does some more of that. Uh, but you know, this is just something we'll have to keep you know an eye on as to where it goes. For sure. But these consoles, the way they are, I just don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting more and more disappointed in, in performance levels that we get out of these things, and I still haven't seen a UE5 game. And you know, yeah. Fortnite uh, being the one exception, but that doesn't look real. It's it's a cartoony game. When, when, when they get to like a Matrix level game and it runs at, at 30, and people are going to be annoyed. There's a we'll couple see of what things. Happens. There's a couple of things that I see developers doing that kind of wor worry me right now. And it's what 
the Gotham Knight developers did, plus even yeah. Respawn here with this game, and that is rely heavily on the CPU at times. And that mm -hmm. really is going to affect these games' frame rates, especially yep. um, because these consoles, as good as their GPUs are and everything, their CPUs aren't fantastic. They're decent. Yep. But I don't even think they, they'd equate as mid-range on PC at these days anymore. I think they'd be low-spec, low-end um, as far as PC. You know, if you were to put together a PC, a gaming PC. Um, yeah it's just it it sucks but I, I don't know and i and i'm hoping that the you know the tools that they have at their discretion you know whether it be through the engines and stuff they're using i hope those get more streamlined they, they get better um I, I i wish that hopefully in the future ray tracing is a you know less of a resource hog um <laughs> Uh, I, I, and I think it will get to that point where it will get better over time. But by that point, I feel like we're going to have new consoles coming out anyway. I mean, we could see realistically, <laughs> yeah. guys, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but realistically, we could see mid-gen refresh consoles come out in two years. Like, we yeah. could see that in 2025. <laughs> Man, we'll I don't want to have mid-gens, man. <laughs> I don't really either because I, we haven't even utilized the full potential of these boxes we have I now. Know. Yeah. And 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 I, I feel like they can squeeze more out of this stuff. We don't need oh, to do they, that. They can. Yeah. We don't need to do that. Mark from the Just Gaming Podcast, thank you very much for the $5 super chat. He says, PCMR here. This is by far the worst port ever. Hmm. Yeah, now that's what I'm hearing, Mark. That's what I'm hearing. It's worse than the console versions. It's worse than the console versions. That's sad. Should yep. not be that way. Let's go ahead and move on, though. Let's talk about uh, my next topic here. Sony confirms more PC ports are coming because it's making more money. Duh, another duh topic. Yeah. It's something that we knew about here, Hargeet. Imagine yep. that, man. It's making more money for them. Wow. Shocking, right? Shocking. Can you see, yeah. uh, can you like foresee a time where Sony ends up going day and date with PC like Microsoft does? Um, well, certainly for their games as a service games, they're, they're definitely going to do that. They want the user base, right? So they're going to do that. Uh, the question becomes more what happens with their single player games? Uh, up to now, they're saying, no, they're not going to do that. I, I tend to think eventually they will, right? Because yeah. the user base is just going to be there. Um, there's also just the future of where is console, where is PC, where is mobile, where is like where players going to be. And what do you do as far as the console space, as far as Sony, Nintendo and Xbox? Uh, I just from my perspective, I think the console will potentially have one more generation and then I just don't see the need for it anymore. At some point, the power narrative becomes moot and the device is not, this is something I was mentioning in other, uh, you know, uh, podcasts, but you take your Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra, today's telephone from Samsung. Mm -hmm. It's 3.7 T-flops, eight cores, uh, 12 gigs of memory, half a terabyte of SSD. Does that sound familiar to you? That's a Series S. That's what mm -hmm. you have in your pocket. It's what you have in your pocket already. Right now, imagine in 10 years what that's going to be, right? Well, uh, and, and, and that's something we're really going to touch on when we get into our last topic, which is, cloud, of course, yeah. the cloud stuff. But yeah, uh, but you're talking about a company right now because you just stated that you can see uh, foresee a time where the consoles kind of just go away. 
But you're talking about a company who is really like PlayStation, you know, Sony. Yep. They're really hell bent on, on keeping that platform alive. This is the, and, and they sell many of them. I mean, their recent sales yep. numbers are pretty damn good. Like, yeah. PlayStation so where, 5 is where, booming. So, where I would see that is like, so your TV already has a processor today, right? Yeah. And it's a, a little bit less powerful, but it does have a GPU, it has a CPU. Uh, a lot of them are ARM based. Uh, and that's how they run your Netflixes and Disney Pluses and all that stuff, right? They have an Android OS underneath and they give you those apps. Um, that CPU, that could be an APU that comes from a PS5, right? So say 10 years from now, the PS5 APU will be dirt cheap because it's old technology, yeah. right? And But it's extremely powerful. There's just no denying it. It's extremely powerful, right? Mm -hmm. The same thing with a Series S or Series X APU. That could be available. Right now, those things are x86 based with a pretty good GPU. But you could say the next switch, right? The next switch is going to be an NVIDIA, uh, you know, uh, uh, ARM-based CPU with an NVIDIA GPU. That APU could become something that a lot of TV manufacturers try to adopt instead because it's still ARM. They don't change any of their OS or anything like that. They just run ARM and they would just be able to take what they have but have more power available. If that is built into your TV, just because of the economies of scale, that's what your, your TV is going to have. Yeah. Why wouldn't they light it up for games, right? Why wouldn't they just say, "Hey, target Android, uh, you know, Android TV, which is an actual platform, and just put your game there, and it'll run on essentially the same thing as a Switch Two or whatever the heck the Switch next console is, right? Which should be able to give you 1080p, 120 or 60, yeah. you know, in 1440. You're talking 30 about or a big 30. You're talking right? about the overall big casual market out there. Um, I'm talking about in norm, right? So at some point, if I said, hey, baseline, you're going to get 60 FPS in every game, right? It'll run at, say, 1440 or higher, right? But you can get 4K 30 with ray tracing if you want it, right? And your TV just has that. By default, it just has it, right? Would you want more? Would you need more, right? And at what point is it enough, right? At what I think point you'll always say, have good. those hardcore people that'll want yep. more. And I think yep. I think those guys will tend to, you know, migrate to PC eventually, even if they're console That's guys. That's the thing. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because a PC will let you spend $5,000 and go get yeah. the top end, whatever, right? I'll get 400 teraflops. Okay, cool. You can have your 400 teraflops. But what does that find the average gamer? Not much, yeah. right? We're on 10 and 12 right now. Right. And if I gave you 30, like how much more do you need? Right. At some point you're going to say, I, I'm good at 30 in my TV. <laughs> it's built yeah, in. Yeah. But enough. I don't need more. But right now, as it stands, let's, let's even go the next eight years. Okay. Yep. We've got the consoles. You've got Sony putting more games on PC, which we knew was going to happen. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just an un, it's untapped revenue. Waiting to happen exactly, for that. Exactly. That, right. That's so what it is So at that point, from. though, that's the thing. It, at that point, it won't be, hey, we're putting it on our console. We're putting it where the gamers are, right? We're going to put yeah. the games where the gamers are. And your high core, your high uh, uh, frame rate, high fidelity gamer is going to be on PC, right? Well, and, don't you think that, you know, like Microsoft's approach to that um, when they said in, tw I think this was back in 2017 when they decided 16, to do yeah, uh, the day and day on right? PC. That was the first one? Yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah. the... I, th I think it just makes sense. I mean, because you're talking about yeah. two different types of gamers. Yeah. You have Eventually, a whole different audience over there. Too, but yeah, exactly. It's going to be day and date on a tablet, PC, and console at some point, right? And you just have to kind of figure out when that inflection point is. Because it's just going to make sense. Like, Microsoft is looking for that $3 billion, right? That's not on console. That's partially on PC, right? There's, there's about a billion on PC. 
Uh, and then there's mm-hmm. multi-billion on mobile, right? Yep. And if that market is tapped, if they actually take that and say, hey, I'm going to take advantage of the latest iPhone, the latest Samsung, because they really do have that much power, cool, let's just target the game there, right? Your AA games can probably play there, right? This yeah, one may course. need more optimization, right? But it could probably target it too, right? And that's what you have to get to is like, well, when can I get to the point where it doesn't matter? I can be on Android, iOS, I can be on Windows, I can be on Mac OS, I can be on, um, you know, Xbox, Switch or, um, or PlayStation. It doesn't matter. I can just target all of them. Yeah, uh, because there's enough ample performance available. But I, <clears throat> I'm just looking at the situation where, you know, with somebody like Sony, uh, when they started doing the PC thing, it started as, well, you know, it's games that were out three years ago on the PlayStation, so it's not a big exactly. deal. Then it got to the point where they announced, hey, <laughs> yeah. a year later, it's coming out on the PC, right after, you know, a, a year after it releases on the PlayStation 5. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that year gap is going to get smaller and shorter, smaller. Shorter. Yeah. I, I, think, yeah. I think they're going to do, hey, we're going to have a six-month window. And then one day, it's just going to be, hey, it's here day and date. And it's... Yep just going to shock yeah, people I but i think it'll happen i think it'll happen yeah I th- I th- well they'll they'll figure out the metrics of where their breakdown is right so you know the interesting thing is we talked before about how they're selling less right they're selling less copies at $70 well that's stipulated by them that's not stipulated on pc right you can get codes at much cheaper rates different stores it's up to them to put it on whatever store they want yeah but you can get the same $70 game for usually 45 bucks on PC, right? And so they might sell more of them if they actually put it on PC day and date and get more revenue. So, cause that split unfortunately isn't, <clears throat> it isn't hundred percent them, it's 70, 30, right? So yeah. they do, do do lose that 30% to the store, but uh, but they might be getting a lot of uh, sales because of that. So, and then they're gonna be looking at the metrics, right? And see what that does for them and whether it's worth it to say, yeah, yes, let's just do day and date. The buzz that you get, the FOMO that you get, of like people wanting to play it now, right? It's like, hey, my buddy's playing it, but I'm on PC, I gotta wait. Like, why don't you just give it to me now? And I can play along with them and talk about it, right? So yeah. I because think that's I, a good thing. I, you know, cause the rhetoric that you hear sometimes from the fanboys on, you know, Twitter and stuff is things like, you know, uh, I, I, I own a PC and a PlayStation 5, that's all I need. Cause I get my yep. Xbox games on PC. But that's all it is, is rhetoric. At the end of the day, there are guys out there. I think most of the hardcore PC guys don't even mess with consoles. They don't yeah. even mess with them. Yeah. I know people that play console, I mean, PCs, and they're hardcore. They, you know, got $6,000. They won't even mess with the consoles. Yeah. They'll wait for the games. So there is a big, there's a large untapped market out there that they're hitting just now, the, you know, PlayStation. Yeah. And they're going, and they're wow. Money. We're making yeah. a lot of money here. Yep. Just imagine if you would do day and date there. Yeah. And and Maybe a lot of people better. would also argue, well, then it'll just uh they'll basically cannibalize their their platform, their you know, their console, and it'll be, you know, useless. Why even have a console at that point? Well, for well, the people the out there that I- only can afford five hundred dollars. That's well, there's also why. just convenience, right? Some people don't want a PC. They, do, they don't want to tinker. Of course. Right? They just want to have, course. I want the device on my TV. That's I just me. I don't my, like to tinker. I on my couch. Yeah, yeah I don't and like to play with my controller tinker. and I'm done, right? Yeah. Um, and that's fine, right? There's nothing stopping that. Nothing wrong with that, right? But, so, but, I, it's the, but mainly it comes down to price as well. To yeah, get a, yeah. a, you know, a decent computer to run these games at 60 frames, even at 1080p, it's going to cost you like 1500 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there is a, a cost, uh, you know, barrier entry. However, you could say, okay, that's also a productivity machine. Fair enough, right? Whatever. But uh, but yeah, either way, even though I have one, I have mm -hmm. a, a 3080 Ti and all that. I still don't play on my PC. I play on my console as much as I can. It's just convenience. You're like me. Yeah, and dealer, dealer does that too. Yeah. Dealer has a nice PC, couple of them. And he yeah. doesn't play games on his PC at all. He prefers his Xbox. He yeah, loves like the, the ecosystem. He loves everything being right there. The party chat system, everything. He loves yeah. all that. And, mm -hmm. and you know, more power to him. And like, yeah. look, we all like different things. We all like to play on certain platforms and stuff. And, you know, who cares at the end of the day? You know, play where you want. But I do think that, I strongly think that at the end of the day that um, PlayStation sooner or later will do yep. day and date on pc as well yeah. i just i see that it's probably a few years down the line they'll do that and then a few more years down the line they'll and anybody that. calling me crazy for saying that um <laughs> you you same people called me crazy for saying this back in 2017 that that they yeah. would put games on pc one day when xbox yeah. started doing it all of us on rdx were like yeah playstation will do it eventually and everybody was like you guys are nuts playstation will never do that look they're doing never that. say never money never talks. say never <laughs> all right let's go ahead and talk about our oh, last topic here this is <laughs> this is the fun topic that everybody's been talking about all week um yeah I, i'm sure we'll have a lot to say here but um it's got to be talked about and that of course is the com <laughs> competition and markets authority blocking microsoft from purchasing activision over concerns the deal would damage competition in the cloud gaming market, leading to less innovation and choice for, for UK gamers. Um, the one thing I have to ask you here, though, Hargeet, um, is I love how they say it would lead to less innovation. But couldn't one argue here that this is kind of stifling innovation as well? <laughs> potentially potentially um, yes oh my god the things i could say about this um so first their their claim is that microsoft owns azure microsoft owns windows <clears throat> and that makes it tough for other competitors to get into the cloud gaming space mm -hmm. except microsoft doesn't use windows for cloud gaming they use xbox for cloud gaming they're not competing with windows in cloud gaming are, are you talking about third place xbox <laughs> yeah yeah is okay. not using windows at all so that's moot that's that theory is stupid it doesn't matter <clears throat> they're not using it the other one is they're not using azure either azure as a service they're saying no, no no we put in dedicated boxes in dedicated racks in azure data centers right they're not doing anything yeah. with the azure service except using the network right so the entirety of that argument is moot they're not doing any of that in fact their competitors can happily use Azure or AWS or Google to host their servers for their cloud gaming. And that's what they do, right? So all these other guys are using the other data centers. They have their own stuff and they put it there. Microsoft isn't competing with that at all. They don't care, right? And then so the, the next question was, oh, but you're not giving it into multi-game uh, subscription services. It was like, there's only one other one out there. It's, it's, it's Sony. And then the other one that's coming up is Luna. Luna wasn't in the UK. They came up there in the last couple of weeks. It's so like, you're well, basically- you're basically stating <laughs> that the CMA doesn't even fully understand the cloud gaming market to begin with. Yeah, and, and then the assertion going forward is that cloud gaming is this massive new platform, but it's not a platform. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's like, if, if I have Disney+, Plus, does that mean I'm precluded from getting Paramount? Is that Does that mean I'm precluded from getting Netflix? No, 
I can give up my Disney Plus for a month or keep it and get the other ones too. It doesn't matter. My device doesn't care, right? I'm it's agnostic to whatever service well, I choose. Well, let me ask you this because the, the CMA are obviously putting a lot of stock into the future of cloud gaming, which which I kind of <clears throat> do too, but it's purely based on speculation for me. I don't. What do you think they're basing this on? They're basing it on the original rhetoric that you know the cloud gaming entrance had and like this is what we think the future is right mm -hmm. but the reality of that is you have to have such low latency and then your target market market becomes so small that it becomes useless right so if you like you're in in san francisco right and you you can just uh, do something right within san francisco data centers are right in san francisco it may not be as bad yeah but the people who live in san francisco they have enough money to buy a console it's not relevant you can just buy the bloody console. It's not that big of a, of a game, right? The, the people you would target are people who can't even hit the 250 bucks to get a Series S, right? Okay, if you're gonna do that, well, who is that? Well, that's not markets here, right? The US, why do I care? If you're in rural America, it's gonna be stupid for you anyways because your yeah. data center is too far away, right? So you'd have to literally be in a major city that happens to have data centers. And there's probably like 10 of them in the country Right. Outside of that, you're out of luck anyways. And then you're talking what I'm going to go to, say, Asia or Africa. Well, how many data centers are there for most of Asia? You hit Singapore. Singapore is very far away from a lot of Asia. Asia yeah. is a very, very, very big continent. Right. So like if you're in Indonesia, you think that's good for you? No, it's going to suck. Right. Yeah. They tried this experiment, Microsoft, with Fortnite. Right. Free. Not don't, don't have to pay a dime. You can go to iOS, download you know Fortnite for free through xCloud, Android for free through xCloud. It didn't work. People played yeah. for like 10 minutes and they're like, this sucks because FPSs on cloud suck. That's just the way it is, right? And so, most like, okay, games what is the with value? the latency sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. And people say, oh, you can solve for latency. No, there's there are laws of physics. It's all based on speed of light. We haven't gotten past speed of light. You're talking back past, you know, Einstein level stuff. We don't know of anything beyond speed of light. So, if even if we theoretically came up with the science, to go beyond the speed of light, it would be 40 years before we could make it happen. It's not happening in our lifetime. There is no chance we're solving for but latency. You, but with the way the CMA is talking about this market, you, you would irrelevant. assume that they're basing this on some major data out there, which there is none. There isn't. People try it out, and there are numbers when people try it out, right? And when you have Game Pass Ultimate, the barrier of entry is very low. You just try it because it's there. And they say, oh, look, so many people tried it. That's nice. Did they keep it? How many people continue downloading games versus playing in cloud? Do they have those stats, right? The chances of that, I'm sure. Did you try it, Fonz? I've tried it. I've yeah, tried yeah. playing it. And it's like, I, every time and I try it, I'm like, this is frustrating. It, it works like it. okay on, <laughs> on like on, on my Wi-Fi, my gigabit yeah. Wi-Fi. It yep. works decent on most games. But yes, when you're like competitive gaming, no, I wouldn't even yeah. try it. Yeah. But if, if I'm just sitting like there playing a decent <laughs> nope. game yeah if i'm just playing just like a, even jedi survivor i think i could cloud-based game it right and be okay but when it comes to you know a first person shooter there's no way there's yeah. no way it's you're gonna get destroyed and but you're literally next to your data center. It, it just you're seems like very very close <laughs> it just seems like that the cma are worried about big bad microsoft you know yes in, in yeah. that cloud realm having a strong foothold in that market like it like it's something it, 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 it's sad because, and this is why I brought it up in the beginning about stifling innovation, because Microsoft 
has been trying to innovate in that space and trying to push forward in that space because they believe in that so much, right? Whereas other companies haven't really done much in that realm at all. Sony hasn't yeah. done anything in the cloud gaming uh, cloud gaming space. They tried. They bought two companies and well, then kind of like, meh. Yeah, they meddled in it here and there. Yeah. But Xbox has been on the forefront of that. And just because it's like they're getting punished for innovating and trying to push forward with something that hasn't been done before or yeah. hasn't really been pushed to the limits. And and it, 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 it sucks that they're getting punished for that, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's, the whole thing weird. to me is is entirely worthless. There's no, there's nothing there. And if you look at the actual numbers, Microsoft saying of how many active users are actually using cloud daily, it's very low, and that's what you would expect. I mean, why would people be using that, right? So, I, I don't know that this is really an actual issue. You can take it as they wanted to block it. That's just it, right? And yeah. because of that, they're like, we'll find something that makes sense, and this is the closest they could come up with. Fair enough. Right. But is this an actual issue in the market? No, it's not even close to an issue. It's it's such a small niche thing. It's smaller than VR. And somehow this is a problem that it just it, it shouldn't even exist. Right. Like, as you're saying, this is just at the beginning phase. I don't think it's going to yeah. go anywhere. I think cloud is going to die off because I think the devices will have so much un unbelievable power, like locally, that why would you bother? You know, I, I think there's I think there's a big I think there's a big <laughs> casual market out there that will use cloud in the future. I think I, I doubt it. Like why though? What would why would you be inclined to do that versus just have it download to your TV? Well, I, I because it's downloading to something on your TV, some kind of you know device to hold memory, storage, something, right? Yeah, your TV itself, right? Your TV itself, yeah, just like your phone has a half a terabyte or a terabyte of storage. Your TV could have that. Or like the Xbox, True, you have a little plug-in thing. You just plug that into your TV and you got two terabytes of storage. But I could see people, people are playing cloud now. I, I still see people doing it now. Even with the latency and stuff, there's people out there that play cloud. How um, many? I don't know. I don't know. That's and thing, that's right? the kind so. of thing that I wish we knew is the data on that stuff. Um, you got guys like Albert G in the chat. He says the difference is Microsoft is the only trillion dollar company with an established streaming service and the CMA knows other companies can't compete and a lot of Xbox guys are starting to be more objective. What what do you say to somebody like that who's talking about, oh, because they're a trillion dollar company, the, the, nobody can possibly compete with them in that space? Why not? Like, so NVIDIA is doing it today. Are they not? Yes. Boosteroid is doing it today. Are they not? Amazon. Anyway, which is another one we just found out today, you know, the last week. They're doing it today now, right? Google got, tried. Google tried. Amazon is doing it today, right? And granted, those two are trillion-dollar companies. And, and let's, let, let's say this, too. Google didn't fail because of Microsoft's cloud service or anything. They, 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 they failed because they just don't know how to market shit. Google yeah. is horrible at marketing stuff. It's like... If you go look at, there's a website actually that talks about all the failed products by Google and yep. they failed more on apps and products than I, I think any other company out there. Um, yeah. It's like they throw crap at the wall and, and, and see, they see what sticks, you know, and, yep. and their stadia, one of the main reasons why it failed is no compelling exclusives and the price point, the price point was stupid. It was, yep. you're paying full price for these games to play over the cloud. Nobody yep. wanted to yep. pay full price for games like that. And then you're stuck there, right? In and case, you were stuck on that like platform. Everybody knows yeah. 
Google will eventually give, give up, right? It's what they do. And you're like, well, wait, I'm going to spend all this money on this. And what are my games? Right. So, I mean, Google did the right thing when they closed down and they actually refunded everybody. Right. But, um, but that's the thing. That's what, that's what, but, but Albert, with. Albert, them being a trillion dollar company has no bearing on other companies starting up their own cloud services Including, because the way, they're doing Sony. it now. They're doing, Sony's it, doing now. it too. So yeah. So th th that's a, that's a, an absolute baloney point. It's a, it's an absolute baloney point. Yeah. It's a hundred percent incorrect because the majority of the players currently are not trillion dollar companies and they're doing it they're, They have cloud gaming. So that, that's below. I'm just going to say this. Below. I'm just going to say this, Albert. Every time people bring up Microsoft being a trillion dollar company, it's just another fanboy talking point. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's console warfare crap. Um, yeah, sure. They have all the money, but do they have all the gamers on their side? No, no. And they're and in third Xbox place. Didn't take Microsoft money to put X cloud into the cloud. They, they took consoles from their production took it away from people being able to buy it and put it in the cloud, right? So they they yeah. spent their resources, right? That they make from our gaming stuff, right? They put those resources into putting it in the cloud. Sony can 100% do that, they have. So they can continue to do that if they want to. They in fact had a partnership agreement with Satya and their uh, CEO to do just that. They yeah. decided not to do it, right? And they're going, I think Amazon or, or Google, I think it was Amazon, but you know, it, that's their prerogative. They can do, go wherever they want. That, it's a bunch of crap to say that you can't do it. You can 100% do it. They're, like how many companies start out by putting stuff in the cloud? Like every new company these days, they're all in the cloud. Like, why are you telling me they can't do it? Anybody can do it. You can absolutely yeah. do whatever you want. I, I, basically what I was getting at with this conversation, uh, because when you're talking about the ABK thing, it's it, it can get really boring really fast, in my opinion mm -hmm. as well. But um, for this conversation, I wanted to focus on the fact that you know, Microsoft um, kind of, they, they, in, in my opinion, is kind of unfairly being, you know, punished for trying to innovate with cloud. But also the fact that the CMA just totally missed the mark, I, I believe. I, yeah, I, I, I think they're, they're trying to protect a market that is, isn't really even established yet. Yep. And, and, and it's like, what, what are you protecting here? the future viability of other companies trying to get into this space, this cloud space that is not even really relevant right now. It's, right. you know, you've had a big company like Google try it and fail already. And it wasn't because of Microsoft. So what are you doing? Like, why, why are you stopping an acquisition based on cloud gaming? Like I, yeah. based on that market, it's just, it's, a, it's, they missed the mark there. Now they did. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go along with Jez Corden of windows central. He's very pessimistic on this deal. I am as well. I feel like the CMA is not going to change their mind. There's nothing that's going to happen. That's going to reverse <laughs> this. I don't think it, the deal is going to go through Hargi, but what do you feel? So I'm waiting for the EU. I have like a 70% confidence that it will be approved there because they've already said it. Look, look, the major difference between the CMA and the FTC and the EU is on, on both of those, it has to pass judicial review, right? So if you make a decision that is not going to hold up, it will get bounced by the courts, right? So uh, and Vestager, who's who's doing the EU, um, you know, approval, is, is has already come out and said that, right? And they basically said we we can't do uh, things that would not pass muster in a court, mm -hmm. right? And so 
Uh, and that was directed to the CMA to say, you know, they're going to go their yeah. direction and we're going to do things that follow the law and it will hold up when it goes to court. Right. So yeah. if we do something uh, like this, right, and it goes to court, it's going to get tossed because the market is non-existent. You can't go after a market that's non-existent when people are trying to create the market and say you can't create the market. Yeah, because right? yeah, exactly. take this going forward, innovation. That's, that's what take this doing. going forward. It basically applies to anything Microsoft buys. Right. You can, you basically yep. just said you can't have anything because it would expand your ability to monopolize uh, you know, cloud gaming. It's weird. Right. That's it, it, a baloney story in, in a market that is non-existent. It's really so um, so that is so I don't think it's dead at all. I think it's the opposite. Uh, if the EU and I said I have a 70 percent confidence that they will pass it because we've heard many things about that. We never heard the CMA was going to pass it. What we did get from the CMA was they dropped the console SLC. Right. Yeah. They, they took away the Sony part of it. They never said that they weren't still concerned about the um, the cloud part of it. Right. But we did hear the opposite from the EU part of it, that they are are leaning towards uh, mm -hmm. approving it. Right. That we have already heard that. Right. If it gets approved there, then it becomes a question of what do they do here? Right. And they'd already had hints that Microsoft was like, well, they haven't locked it in federal court yet. So we're just going to go ahead and we'll let the administrative process happen and if it has an issue there they can you know uh you know go through the federal courts and put an injunction in place and then we'll go through a federal court process right and they can deal with that whole thing here yeah. if the eu does it then the big question is what do you do with with uh, the uk there are things you can do to kind of structure it in a way where it doesn't matter if the uk has it it goes you know, yeah but would that would that hurt the gamers there in potentially, terms of, right? Yeah, potentially, yeah. like you wouldn't get Game Pass, you wouldn't get like th those kind of things wouldn't happen, right? But it depends on what they do. They could say, look, for the UK market, we're going to take uh, cloud gaming and make it a separate charge instead of Game Pass Ultimate, right? And maybe reduce the cost of Game Pass Ultimate and say you pay three bucks a month to mm, get access to X Cloud, right? And say, okay, that's a separate market, right? We're not bundling it anymore. So now you can't count Game Pass Ultimate. You have to have somebody actually subscribe specifically to that tier, right? Yeah. And say, okay, based on that, we'll see where that is, right? Um, and that way we can control that and you can determine that price for the next five, 10 years, 20 years, whatever you want, right? Because one of the things that was supposedly on the table was you can't increase the price of Game Pass ever. Well, like, that's just not a thing. Nobody's ever going like, to agree to that, right? So um, so they could do something like that, right? And say, we'll, we'll pull that out. The other one is you pull out of the UK market for cloud gaming. That's another potential option, right? And again, yeah. these are all potential things if they're willing to talk, which they may not be, right? The nuclear option, and I don't think they're going to go there like you know immediately. They're going to try a whole bunch of other options. Is you just say to hell with it. We're not going to go to the UK for gaming at all, right? We just pull out. We're not going to have ABK there. We're not going to have Xbox there. It's just going to pull out altogether, right? That's no. the nuclear option, and it is still viable. It can be done. And remember that Microsoft's actual market share in the UK is very, very small. They don't have a lot there, right? And it's one of their bigger markets outside of the US, but they don't make a lot of money there. So it may just be something like, we'll forego that to have this. Remember that their, their entire purpose is not cloud. This is all about mobile, and I've been saying that, right? Mobile yep, is where yep. things are going to go. True. It's about mobile, and they need mobile, period. They need mobile. That's going to mm -hmm. be a thing, and King is one of the best ways to get it. They're going to they're going to try to do mobile. Uh, and then the other one was to get cred in the PC market, which is what you get with Blizzard. Uh, and it's hard to re replicate that. Right. Blizzard and King are hard to replicate. You can't easily get that. 
it, it is very hard to come up with something else that's going to make that happen. Yeah. So for them, it might be worth it, right? They'll have to figure out what that, what that means to them. I think they'll find creative solutions though. And then they'll either try the process, which they're doing. They're going to try the appeal, try to see if they can, uh, you know, reason with them and come up with answers that work great. If they can do it, if not, it could go all the way to the nuclear option. I don't think yeah. it's, it's that likely 10% chance that they'll do that, but it may happen. I think there comes a point where it's going to be in their best interest just to move along, pay the 5 billion and, you know, uh, to, I doubt to Activision. It. I doubt it because the future of gaming is mobile, right? And so yeah. they won't care because remember console, this cloud stuff, I'm telling you, is niche. It's I, yeah, not go but I'm, I'm saying as far it's as the CMA go goes, like, I don't think at this point they can't even go back to the table with something different for the CMA to even, you know, go back on. It's at this point, it comes down to um, CAT, I believe. What mm -hmm. to yep. oh, and they could uh, say on this specific part, you are incorrect. Please reevaluate and start again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and then that process could take years. We could look at could. this potentially being two years out before we get a, another final again, decision. They could do something creative and, and say, we're just not going to talk hmm. about the UK, right? In the UK, it'll seem like we never merged. Yeah. But, but at that point too, if it goes that long, what kind of damage can possibly we see with Activision Blizzard? I mean, right now they're, they're not in the best shape uh going forward you know they really wanted microsoft yep. to pick them up um we could potentially see employees getting you know axed yep we could see a lot of stuff or going on with the company uh maybe the company selling off portions of yep. studios and stuff and i i you know i was asking people on twitter like what do you guys like people like albert g and, and people that you know are out there really rallying against Microsoft getting this acquisition because that's all it's about. They There's no compelling argument that I've heard from any of those fanboys out there mm -hmm. that yeah. talk against Microsoft getting this stuff. Matter of fact, it's it's been to the contrary where people literally told me in my thread on Twitter that they would rather Tencent buy the ABK, which is insane. Freaking wow. insane. Any of you that would say that Tencent would be a better... Uh, a buyer for ABK right. is just absolutely crazy. It's better for who? I guess is the question. Not for the employees, obviously. It's not for the not employees. employees. Not yeah, for the games. The you know, yeah. ABK, and a lot of people are like, well, what does ABK or what does Tencent do? What, who cares? Tencent has a long history of doing just weird stuff like copying mm -hmm. other games and putting them out there. All these, uh, uh, they, they, they have, um, they, they've closed down studios. They've freaking you know, got rid of a lot of employees. They've, they've just done a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, yep. and it's just at the end of the day, I would rather see the American company come and take them. I, I yep. would rather see yep. that over, you know, that country just pick up you know, ABK, this this huge freaking, or even portions of them. If they right. were to sell portions, uh, you know, split up the company. Because they Plus could do no that. There's no philosophical change, right? So immediately when they become Microsoft employees, crunch goes away, their benefits increase, right? They, they suddenly have the ability to say, hey, this is the kind of game we want to make instead of what Bobby Kotick has been requiring them to make, right? Things change dramatically for them, right? So you might see fewer COD releases, but you see other games that those studios might want to be putting together yeah. and they'll start making those games that they want to, their passions, right? Uh, it, it changes the whole culture, right? And that has been one of the major problems, right? Is their culture. 
uh, you know, the culture has been toxic. We already know about that. There are yeah. lawsuits, all sorts of things going on. And that suddenly changes. It also makes it so that they start getting unions, right? That yep. whole thing that was, was made, uh, you know, uh, as agreements yep. with Microsoft to say, once this happens, you will allow unionization. And yeah, they agreed to it, right? And they're, by the way, in the middle of doing you that know right what? now with, with Zenimax. And, and, and when that happens, that's job security for these people. Yeah, yeah. You can't say that about Tencent and these other companies. And it's yep. it's just like, it's 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 nuts. It's just nuts. Um, Albert G, you're just going on and on in the chat. And he's, he's saying stuff like, oh, well, Ace is an Xbox guy. And he thinks that they made the right call, the CMA. And it's like, okay, that's Ace's that's, that's opinion. That's his opinion. That's his opinion. That's, that's his opinion. I think they I, I completely missed I, the mark. I don't think it is. Yeah. I, I, I don't think this whole thing on protecting cloud gaming uh market space is was the right way to go for this decision i think it, it, it's yeah. just a, it's an odd um choice there for them I, it was just weird anyways um let me get to some super chats here uh i got one from friar z 71 uh thank you very much for the two dollar super chat he says fonz exclamation point thank you buddy appreciate you danny passion another one from him two dollars he says uh, I'm out. Thanks for the nice show. Just kidding. He's laughing. He's 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 saying he's out because of the ABK talk. Yeah, a lot of people don't like <laughs> it. And don't worry, we'll shut it down. Um, another one here from Friar Z. Wow, fifty dollars super chat. Thank you very wow. much, man. You're you're awesome. He says, Fonz, glad to see you back. You have helped me through my struggle with my 31 year old wife and her stroke, and her and our babies appreciate you. Hope you you know me. For, hope you know me from the community. And use this money for your dad. Shout out to Colt and Dealer Two. Oh, I appreciate you so much, man. Shout out to you and your family, man. Um, I, hope, I hope your wife's on the mend, and you guys are doing awesome over there. I really do. Thank you very much, man. Wow, nice, nice guy, man. Um, definitely, definitely remember you, man. Thank you, Fire. Uh, so, anyways, um, at the end of the day. You think it's it's still possible? It's going to go through, and there's always possibilities. I won't ever say never. I, I won't say never, um, but I personally think that the deal is pretty much dead. I this is just my thoughts, and I think it's just. I think what's going to happen is the EU is going to come back and not go, not let it go through either. And I and I think at that point it's going to look really bad, you know, in front of Cat and everything, and they're not going to get any. Any different outcome. I, th I think they're just going to end up uh, trying to appeal and then maybe, you know, a couple of months later, just give up. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I mean, I think the EU is likely to pass it. And Ukraine, by the way, just passed it as well. Yeah. So everywhere is passed it except uh, the FTC, which we know, Lena Khan. Okay. And then uh, the CMA. And there was that interesting meeting between them. I don't know if anything came of it or not, but it seems like something did. Yeah. Um, so, but either way, it's, you know, I, I'm still not, uh, you know, on the side that this is dead at all. Uh, it really just comes down to how do you deal with the I like your market, optimism. So, because, you know, you know, as I've stated on here many times, yeah. I want the ABK deal to go through. And that's because yeah. of my bias. I want, I love Game Pass and I want more AAA games in Game Pass. Exactly. So that's why I want it to go through. Yep. It's from a gamer's perspective, you know, really there. And then, uh, you know, of course, you look at it objectively and you look at the employees and what they really yeah, want to do exactly. for themselves and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's a great thing. It seems like all kumbaya if they were to get picked up by Microsoft. So, 
hey, at the end of the day, if they're good, I'm good. I get more games in Game Pass. Yeah. That's that's a win-win. Win-win. So. Yeah. So good luck to them. <laughs> good luck. We'll see yes. when that comes in, right? <laughs> yes. Spartan Ghost 17. Thank you for the super chat. He says, Phil, burn the ships. Grab the shields. We're going in. Wow. <laughs> don't make this a Jan 6 thing. Don't do not do that. Um, another one from Spartan Ghost 17. He says, UK's incompetence knows no bounds. Shady stuff. <laughs> yeah, they did miss the mark there. I, I think they did. I agree with you, man. I agree. Uh, Game Shark. Thank you for the $5 super chat. He says, also, CMA has never prov uh, provided information on what can be done for approval. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> there were other ones. I don't know if you got them. Danny Fashion had one. CMA was never going to approve. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, you can scroll back a bit, I think. And then there was another one from Dirt's White Bastard Son. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see these. Sorry. $5 yeah. super chat from Danny Passion. The CMA was never going to approve the deal. They dropped Sony argument so they won't look like they were manipulated by Sony. Yeah, it's funny <laughs> how they t like did a total 180 from that argument, right? Yeah. They were right with Sony, aligned perfectly. And then all of a sudden they said, oh, no, this won't have any effect on the console space. It's not, you know, anti-competitive exactly. at all with the consoles. But then suddenly come up with this weird freaking cloud market theory. Because that's just what it is. It's it's not really, there's nothing substantial there for them to really, <laughs> there's no data there that really supports what they're saying. I mean, I mean, they could look at Google going away, but that's to their own doing. It's It, yeah. was, it was their fault. Um, Dirt's white bastard, oh, wow. Dirt's white <laughs> bastard son. Uh, $2 super chat. He says, from Dirt's white bastard son, I agree with Hargeet. I'm in the UK. I hope MS do the nuke. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Do the nuke. Nuclear option. <laughs> Get out of UK. Now, I, look, um, I, I don't want to see the UK gamers get kind of omitted from the picture when it comes to game pass or certain games. You know, I don't want that to happen. I want them to be able to play everything and have game pass and all that. But if they needed to do something like that, and they just worked around this, you know, the CMA that way. Uh, I feel like it wouldn't last long. I think that they would change their mind really quick and get the gamers back in the fold because I, I, I don't think that would last long. I really don't think it would because there would be so much they would miss from there. As far as from the Microsoft side or from the uh, CMA side? from microsoft i mean the fact that mm, the gamers yeah. there are being uh, like you know punished not not being well, able I'm to have punished. all these i mean it's by their government right so uh so you, you can only do so much right so i'm sure microsoft will try to make them whole but ultimately i mean they're not going to stop their future plans of mobile by like giving up abk because the uk doesn't want to do something right? yeah it's but like, they would be giving up a lot of revenue as well microsoft would have a lot to lose there too right Microsoft can't be touched. So you can't like, so if they pull Microsoft out of the UK, that would devastate UK. Like you can't do it, right? Because you're talking all corporations, you're talking the government, right? That's just not an option, right? So, uh, you know, all the multinational companies in the world, they use Microsoft as their core uh, OS. They use it for all their backend stuff, Office 365. You can't yeah. pull that. That's just, that would be too devastating to the UK economy. Uh, to the UK, it's just not going to be a thing that they do. It would be gaming specific. 
So you would take yeah. away Xbox, ABK, Zenimax, right? You would take that away. And even that, I would say in the mobile space, it may not matter because that's not relevant to cloud. So as far as like the mobile games, because nobody thinks about that being in cloud because you just download the game, right? So nobody thinks about that being a cloud thing. So it may not matter there either. But yeah, so that would be the, the thing. It would just push it into that realm. Mm -hmm. But I think this is a lot of other things they can do in between to eliminate that issue, right? So they should absolutely look at those creative things first. This would be the ultimate, hey, we can't figure out a way we're going to pull out. But there's several things they could do otherwise. That would and I'm sure they're they're looking at all of that too. I'm sure. Yeah, they, exactly, they, exactly. You know, they're smart people. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Brad Brad Smith. I think that's his name, right? He, he's yeah. a freaking lawyer, so I'm yeah. sure he knows all the legalities to that, and yeah, yeah, he can yeah, pull yeah. something off. Boba Fett Gaming with the fifty dollars. That's like a million dollars where you live, man. What, what the hell? Thank you very much, brother. He says, just a reminder that the community would be what it is without you, Fonz, and Hargeet. Thank oh, you, thank man. You. Thank you. <laughs> awesome, man. You're a good friend, man. He's, yeah, he's... Uh, Boba, I, I got to jump in a party chat with you soon. It's been a while. Yeah. Mark for the Just Gaming Podcast with a five. He says, Just Gaming... Uh, no, he didn't say Just Gaming. He says, Glad to see you back at it. ABK, ABK deal isn't over yet, but at this point, does it matter? Xbox can't get their own games out. Oof. Well, they can get them out. I mean, just not know. in great shape. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of Redfall folks out there will probably be mad at me for saying that. But Redfall is about to come out in a couple of days. I hope it has a great launch. I'm waiting for the 60 frames patch. But I hope it scores really well. And I hope people are having a blast with it. Because I want to see the game do well. Um, I don't want to see it fail. Uh, I, I think it's unfortunate that it's dropping in the state it's dropping without a mode that I feel is, you know, very um, important to that genre. So I will be waiting for the 60 frames, but I hope you guys enjoy it. If you are playing it at 30, I hope you really enjoy it. I hope it's a great game because um, who wants to see developers fail? I mean, that's just ridiculous. I, I don't want to see that. Uh, Game Shark, $5 Super Chat. Thank you very much. He says, also keep in mind that Xbox had zero intentions of purchasing ABK going into this gen. This was just an opportunity that presented itself. Mm, uh, I, I'm, maybe, maybe that might yeah. be a thing. But, you know, I don't know, though, because a lot of times these kind of things aren't just like quick decisions. I mean, yeah. you're going to spend $70 billion dollars. They might have been thinking that about this last generation, even just starting to think, hey, maybe we should. I mean, they, they had mentioned they were looking at one of the big publishers, right? So uh, which means they were looking at all of the big publishers to see which one matches. Right. Mm -hmm. So, no, it wasn't out of the realm of possibility yeah. that they were thinking ABK because of all of the things that brought, uh, brought to the table. And yeah. if I don't know if people know this, but Blizzard was somebody that Microsoft was this close to buying as well. They were just about writing the check when something uh, broke and they ended up getting bought by Vivendi. I think it was Vivendi at the time. Um, so, but they were this close to buying them. So, and that was right as they were starting Xbox. Oh, Vivendi. Uh, and then Vivendi got bought out by somebody else, right? Uh, by Activision. Activision yeah. 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 Activision, yeah. exactly. Um, and that's how Blizzard became a part of, of Activision. Yeah. 
but uh but so this isn't something out of the realm of, of, of what they would expect to buy because they they've had these partnerships right and as i said earlier on activision Microsoft worked with them to make Call of Duty what it is. And so that has been a partnership for a while. And then it switched to the marketing with PlayStation. And now we seem to have this idea that PlayStation has more of a of a thing with Call of Duty. But no, it, it started because of, of Microsoft with, with Xbox. So yeah. uh, I mean they've had that relationship for quite a while. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them to be have have been thinking about this for for quite a few years. And yeah. Exactly. Is it take two? Is it is it Activision? Is it uh, you know, is it um, EA, right? So and Activision Blizzard King is it's a very good opportunity. If it comes your way, you definitely take it, right? You have to take that. I want to so. give a shout out to all my um, all my moderators, um, including, of course, the one and only boss mod, Lethal Papa, the best in the game. He's he, you know he's been here every weekend, every Sunday. I appreciate you, boss mod. And he says six months for sixty on Redfall. Is there any truth to that, or is that just something you're saying? That you think might happen because personally i think it's going to be like two to three months that's my guess um i i would expect it to take longer um yeah. and i'm hearing things i'll just say that that the game is, <laughs> is in need of a lot of work just what? like jedi jedi survivor needs some performance wait 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 wait, wait 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 so, so you're hearing that there's problems with redfall outside of the 60 frames oh yeah and i don't know if they're gonna have a day oh, one patch. but i'm just saying like uh, you know there's potential that it's gonna have more issues than just mm. just the the 60 fps um which you should have expected right if you if you see a game that can't even deliver 60 fps uh they're they're missing a lot of other things i don't know how hot it's gonna come in they may have a day one patch that fixes a lot of that but but that's uh, going to affect review scores I, I, I totally yeah. expect it will, yes. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And w when you have that, you also have, have like the stabilization that's going to have to happen for the next two, three months, get yep. the game to a certain point. Uh, and then they'll look at adding a new feature in this case of 60 FPS uh, because, in, you know, it's, it's not even a feature that's at launch, right? So uh, if they had it at launch, then you would say, hey, you got to fix it and do it as soon as you can, right? But they're not, they're not promising it at launch and they haven't told us when they're going to get it. So um i would expect the first three months is going to be bug fixes they're going to be yeah. bug fixing bug fixing bug fixing That's, and then I, hopefully yeah. by fall you get this you get 60 FPS. well going back to our earlier topic about jedi survivor uh, again i'm only about three hours in tops um so far no bugs just frame rate <laughs> issues and occasional screen tear yeah. Uh, but if I run into some really jarring bugs or anything game breaking, I'm just going to put the controller down until they fix it because yeah. I don't, if, if it's going to really mess up my gameplay experience, I, I don't yeah. want to mess with it. Um, this, the Souza or Souza, I don't know how you say the name. I see you every week though, buddy. He says, sometimes you got to crunch. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 I gotta agree with him. I mean, crunch sucks. Yeah. A lot of overtime sucks, but sometimes with jobs, it's necessary, and um, it, I don't know. <laughs> it's a necessary evil, I guess, especially in this business, unless they just let delays happen. These publishers yeah. and investors just let these delays happen, let the game come out in its best possible shape, because we deserve it. As, as consumers, yeah. we're spending 70 bucks now on games. We deserve the best possible product launched. We, we deserve it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think they need to get better at somehow. And I don't know why this is an issue, by the way, is uh, 
figuring out when the game is actually going to finish based on doing agile with no crunch. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they should have that. This is Microsoft for Pete's sake. Microsoft is the biggest software company. They yep. know how to do agile. They know how to do releases. It's not like you hear hey, windows is coming out and you know, it only works on 10% of the machines. No, that's not going to happen. Right? It's going to have almost every feature at launch done correctly. Cause that's the way it's gotta be right. You just don't, you don't accept that kind of thing, but here it's okay. No, it's not right. Yep. And, they should absolutely be able to determine the way agile works is you have visibility from the developer all the way up to executive management of what's happening to each team right yeah. and you can tell when my features are being done how fast they're being done and how long it's going to take for my my product to be completed right and this is supposed to be openly visible to everybody i can see that for products that microsoft does as a customer yeah. i can see that for some of their products right And it's like come on you should have that phil should absolutely know marketing should absolutely know when is this game really going to finish that is broken. It is 100% broken yeah. at, at Xbox. And that's just unacceptable. If you don't want crunch, that's fine. Then you should just say, look, the game is going to take eight years because we're not going to push our, our developers that way. Fine. We'll accept that. Don't tell us the game's coming out 11, 11, 22. Yeah. It's coming out 11, 11, 24. Right? Exactly. We'll be okay with that. Just tell us when it actually comes out. Right? Yeah. That's all. Right? And just, so they're having a lot of growing pains, teething problems here. But mm -hmm. this should really get solved. And I don't know why they can't. They have the best company in the world to solve it because Microsoft does this everywhere in every other product. It's very common. They know how to do this stuff. So I don't know why this is an issue. And I have to put that blame on Phil. It has to land on his head, right? Right. He's the guy where it all comes comes down to. So he's got to fix that. He's just got to fix that. Yeah, it, 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 it works its way up through the chain. You've got Matt Booty yeah. there too. You've got, you know, Phil Spencer yeah, at the can, top. I, but Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you've heads got to roll, and I'm, and I'm. Of course, we're not calling for you know, uh, the firing of these guys. No, things need we're, to change. Like, like, have some urgency. Tell us you've you've understood this, and I put together a commission to figure this out. Anytime we're going to get this solved. I'll just say, anytime I hear people say fire Phil Spencer, it's, it's so stupid to me. <laughs> it's so dumb because Phil Spencer's been the guy there that pretty much saved Xbox. Okay, yep. um, he's done a lot of good for Xbox. Unfortunately, there's still problems there at Xbox. Hopefully, they can be addressed and fixed, and you know we can move forward. <sighs> we'll see. Uh, Mark, thank yep. you very much for the five dollars super chat. He says Starfield will be thirty FPS. I fully expect that. I've been expecting that yeah. for a long time now. Yeah. I put out a video on this months ago saying expect thirty FPS, guys. Um, he says need to temper your expectations. I will not, sir. Because even at 30 FPS, Starfield is the most anticipated game for me. Like, I really can't wait to play this game. Every game I've played initially from Bethesda, unfortunately, has been at 30 FPS. It's just the way it's been on console. I have, you know, it's rare that I, I, I got a chance to play a 60 FPS Bethesda game. And that was like after I played it at 30 or whatever, years later with yep. uh, boost, backward compat boost and all that. But yeah, no, I, I fully expect it to be 30. I will be pleasantly surprised if there is a performance mode. I will be happy with that, but I, don't expect it. Don't yep. expect it. Um, and it's not because of Redfall. It's because of Bethesda. It's because of Todd Howard and Bethesda. That's just... 30 is great for him. I, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't get it. But uh, it is <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Anyways, that's the show, people. I had a great time. Hargeet, I hope you had a great time as well. It was awesome. Let yeah. everybody know where they can find you and what you've been up to. 
Yeah, so uh, you can find me on uh, hchani as my gamertag on uh, Xbox. I am not on any social media. <laughs> and uh, you can check out uh, RDX on Tuesdays, 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time yeah. uh, with Fonz and I are both on. And then yep. uh, I'm also on Boom's uh, Primetime Gaming Podcast, 7 p.m. Uh, Wednesdays, Eastern Time again. And uh, check out GameOnDaily.com, GameOnDaily, uh, sorry, YouTube.com slash GameOnDaily as well. Uh, and uh, we will hopefully, Gaz and I will do some more <laughs> one-on-one podcasts. Yeah, that was point. fun. And, uh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll be doing that as well. And uh, and then we're uh, hopefully you'll see me on Go Live at some point as well. <laughs> so, nice. But, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> It was a great show. Thank you. Lots of great chats today. Um, way too many super chats. I'm humbled by you guys. You guys are just amazing. Uh, you know, I, I, I've missed doing this show the last couple of weeks because uh, I really do enjoy sitting here one-on-one -on -one with a guest and just talking about games, talking about the industry. This stuff is, is it's fun to me. Um, and I'm sure that's why you do it too, Hargeet. It's just, yep. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and, and I really enjoy talking with Hargeet. He's such a smart, cool guy, fun guy. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's, it was really joy. It was a joy today to be here and, and be able to do this. So appreciate everybody out there. Thank you for joining. And thank you to everybody who listens after the show. Like there's a lot of people that will come by this YouTube and, and watch the show afterwards. I appreciate you. And I appreciate everybody listening on the podcast apps and stuff. You guys are awesome as well. Until next time, guys game on which will be next week <laughs>